0: My radio is spitting at me. Recording. Hello. I
1: can't I say Let's start it. That's hey. it. Fuck it. We're here. We're
0: here. We're gay. I changed my my uh, background for you. I was getting sad with that that mopey uh, bedroom boudoir look I had going earlier.
1: Bedrooms no good. I've done multiple zooms with a person's in the bedroom. And what happens when you're in the bedroom? You slowly slide. Yes, you slide. Next thing you know, you're in bed. I'm talking to you. You're in bed. You're half asleep. You got a boner. And uh, only it's, one of those is good.
0: It's like a flight where, you know, at first you're up and at 'em, And then by the end of it, you're back on, on first class. You got your feet up. You're watching Happy Gilmore. And again, with a boner. I'm, so, a, big, yeah.
1: I'm a big slider. I'm never not sliding. The car, the couch, the bed. Whoosh, I'm right it's down. Just, you're like a little hamburger. I think it's the clothes. You got a hoodie. It's, it's slick. I don't know.
0: Well, it's all the pillows. They start jizzing, and the they deflate like a like a Patriots ball.
1: Well, my couch is uh, easy. My couch is like destroyed. <laughs> it, we we ruined the uh, structure of the entire couch. Oh yeah, because well, uh, it, it. it like folds all weird together. I, I can't. It's hard to express,
0: but it looks like a smashed asshole. Well, if you probably did the statistics on that that
1: sofa, the cushion you got there, it would just shoot up. Oh, yeah. I'm never home. I mean, I'm gone half right. the time. It's Same. It's tricky. And my bed I hate, I found out. I'm sleeping in my bed. My back hurts. I got sciatica, I think. Sciatica? Who's that? That sounds like uh, a cool sci-fi flick. It's just sciatica. a thing I heard in the movie Rudy. He says, my sciatica acts up. And so if I hear anything back, I throw sciatica right out there.
0: I like it. That, that's up there with plantar fascianal, anal, whatever that is.
1: <laughs> they go together. I that's getting better. That's the nice thing. I'm recovering because I'm only walking about 38 steps a night. Yeah, you're
0: recovering, and the planet
1: is apparently... Re- you saw the
0: Venice? The, the the canals of Venice are crystal clear. Yeah, this is what we needed.
1: I think it's nice. It's Fuck a it. douching. We gave America a douche. I might live like this. Really? Yeah, I'm a hermit. I'll be a hermit. Fuck it. Uh- You look like a hermit. Let's be honest. Every time I left the house, I was petrified. This is nice. I'm playing (laughs) the mandolin. I'm reading books. I'm watching Seinfeld. I never heard the end of it. When every time you left, there was a there was a
0: story from doorknob leaving your hand to uh, doorknob getting back
1: to your hand. It was a there was a there was
0: a complaint somewhere.
1: It's a mad. I like story better than complaint. Let's go with story. It's a mad positive. Scary world. Mother scientist is a mad mother. (laughs) Whatever that thing Kramer said was. Mother Nature? Mother Nature's a mad scientist. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Vice versa. You mean normal people can have midget kids and vice versa? Mother Nature's a mad scientist. (laughs) I don't think they said midgets. I think they said little people.
0: I think they said little people because they had a midget on, so they couldn't call him a midget right then, although they said it once and he flipped.
1: Yeah, George said it. Well, I just watched the pilot last night. It's wild how bad it is. It's not even close. I can't believe
0: they let it on the air.
1: The apartment is crazy too. He's got crazy window. There's a football on his table. What? It's like a messy apartment. He has a dartboard, there's a football, he has like a baseball bat. It's like it's messy. And then the the whole corner is like glass. It looks like friends. It doesn't it looks wow. like a high-rise apartment with that a 9-year-old lives in.
0: Wow, I gotta re. Well, I want to see just the apartment. I remember George had a pink button-down tucked in with like a newsy cap at one point.
1: Yeah, it's like a bowling shirt. It's crazy yes. how it it is. He has a bowling shirt and a fucking whatever you call it, a f- f- fagger or whatever it's called.
0: And he was a uh, a real estate guy,
1: which is so unGeorge. Well, he stayed in real estate for a while when it was good. He just wasn't doing well. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But And then there was no Elaine, and then Kramer is Kessler, and they were, had it written that Kramer never leaves the house. That was like the whole thing. Uh-huh. And that, that even went into a couple seasons, because that's why he's not in the uh, Stella. He's not in that episode, where uh-huh. they're in Florida, because probably. he wasn't supposed to leave the house.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Also probably why he wanted his apartment to... It was always about the apartment, like, I'm going to make steps, or I'm going to put right. a wood, wood paneling levels, Jerry. It was always about his
1: apartment. Right, and the Chinese restaurant he's not in it, so he wasn't in a few episodes because it was supposed to be written that he never left. And everything that's great about Kramer happens outside. Yes, the fire truck, Calvin Klein, all that shit. If he never left, it would have been uh, shit. the beach. Yeah, you're right. It's all that
0: Kenny Roasters,
1: the all all the.
0: Uh, I know it's a later episode, but the the little little Jerry Seinfeld. It's yeah. all
1: outdoors. The, bike. the mom and mom and pop shop. Yeah. You know, you got to get these wires. This place could blow any minute. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I got a conversation topic. Did this guy send you the thing on Instagram? I don't think so. Oh, let me find it. Shit, it might take me a second. Describe your asshole in six words or less.
0: Uh, Hairy balloon knot
1: covered (laughs) in shit. Oh, I found it. That worked perfect. All right. Uh, um, So a guy on Instagram, a gay, he sent a thing. Now, I thought it was going to be more fun than it is because, to me, the answer is obvious. But we'll riff on it. All right. Maybe this should be a queef so we don't lose all the people that aren't Seinfeld fans. Uh, well, I think if you're watching the show by now, you're a,
0: a fan of the sign.
1: Yeah. You're a fucking nitwit if you love our show and you're not watching Seinfeld. No offense. True that. All right. So it says choose your quarantine apartment. You got four choices. Here's oh, a par- I saw this. Apartment number one. Elaine, Tim Watley, David Putty, Peterman, or Suellen Mishki? And, and Suellen Mishki. Uh, it has its perks. I mean,
0: Putty's cool. You, you, he's low maintenance. Suellen's just a hot piece of anal. She's got the big rack, and she's probably in a bra. Elaine's fun
1: Peterman's fun So that's not bad And Watley's fun too I mean I think In real life If those characters existed You and I Would be howling At David Putty Oh no doubt
0: about it Yeah And and Peterman's funny On accident
1: Yes He'd be really funny And Watley seems Like a good guy too He seems fun It was the worst Label maker I ever had Yeah yeah. Although he did uh, Rape a few clients Oh that's true One was Jerry though What can you do You know
0: He was to opportunity
1: If you rape men as well, I don't think you're such a bad guy. Good point. And uh, Elaine is hot. I might try to... You know what I mean? Yeah, both Elaine. That's a a twofer right there. Yeah, you take Sue Ellen. I got a real thing for Elaine. I'll
0: take Sue Ellen, but she's a tree. She's got to be 6'8". Yeah, that's (laughs) that's true.
1: She's a large, large, uh, full-figured gal. Well, that's okay, though, with you, because it's like... You know, you're a regular height, she's tall, and you got a weird fetish. I'm a tall, lanky guy. I can't have a woman taller than me. It's creepy. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, that
0: means you're trying to make a statement.
1: Yeah, it's no good. I love her free will and attitude. Now, here's apartment two. You got Jerry, who you actually know. Barely. Kenny Banya, who's uh, Uh, a little bit tough. We, We know a few Banyas. Yeah, that's true. You got Morty Seinfeld. Eh, Uncle Leo. Eh, and then Poppy, who would be pissing all over the place. Yeah, he's a little sloppy. I think my only
0: uh, my only plus with Leo is we both steal from stores because he he goes to Brentano's uh. and I steal from the airport and whatnot. So that would be one bonding. But other than that, Leo stinks.
1: Yeah, Jerry would be fun. Morty would have some some stories and would he'd make us laugh. But that apartment, that's a so far, apartment one is better than apartment two, wouldn't you say? I'd say sub apartment. I love it. We're subletting. Uh, hey. Apartment three, George. Love it. Helen Seinfeld, who does really nothing for me. Boo. Estelle Costanza, should be good for a couple of laughs, but not much for me. Lloyd Braun, who stinks. It stinks. I wonder if it's the original Lloyd Braun or the second <laughs> Lloyd Braun.
0: <laughs> I hope it's the
1: original. Yeah, he was better. Serenity now.
0: The only good thing about Estelle is she got the paella. She'd be whipping up pancakes, and she got ketchup on it. Uh, You name it.
1: It's a Spanish dish. (laughs) Uh, And then you got the Ross family, and they suck. I mean, they'd be Uh. funny, I guess, because they're drunk. So you could booze it up a little bit. Yeah, but they're a bummer. So, so far, apartment one is still winning. Yes. Now, here's apartment four. All right. Now, I don't want to get ahead of the thing here, but to me... This was by far the best one. That's the one I picked. You got Kramer. Well, first of all, I'm hanging out with Kramer. I don't care I don't care if it's Goebbels, Mussolini, and my sister. I'm taking Kramer. Of course. So you got Kramer. Then you got Frank Costanza. You got the two of those jiving. <laughs> the brook. And speaking of, speaking of jive, you got Jackie Childs also L- in there. Love, Childs. Then Newman. All right. I can have fun with Newman. And then
0: Kruger. Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's not you, even close. You couldn't smooth a sheet if you had a
1: babe or whatever it is. Um, a hot date with a dame. That that one to me, you have to choose Kramer because that of guy course. is so fascinating, so funny. He has a million stories. I mean, I feel like it would just be. On the floor the whole time. The
0: whole time, cigars, poker games. You'd have your your pants would be in an oven. Plus, him and Newman together is great. You could just watch that. Yeah. Here come the judge.
1: <laughs> um, so I, I, I almost wish the meme was a little better. Like, they should have put Kramer with, like, to make it trickier, like, they should have put Kramer with the Ross family and Helen Seinfeld to balance it. Right, right. To me, number four is by far the best. Plus, Frank Costanza is, like, the funniest guy of all time. The funniest, and he's got story. He was living with the the Reverend Sung Young Moon. I once spoke to the Reverend Sung Young Moon. <laughs> he was yeah, uh, he lived in. He, he stole uh, religious artifacts. Yeah, he was a chef in the
0: army. I mean, he's lived.
1: Yeah, so that's uh that's number four. But thank you to the fellow that shared it. I don't have his name right here. We messaged back and forth a little bit. Ah, which is fun. I do uh, that
0: if the if the question is good enough. Uh, fun fact for the uh, queefs at home. If you got a message one of us. Don't do the, how you holding up? Now I'm just like, "eh." Hey, now we got to have a chit-chat with a guy I don't know. Like, I appreciate you listening, but not a good opener. Give me something yeah. I can sink my anal into, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, how how, uh, how fat is that comic? Or something where we can get to something. But just don't go, hey, how's that uh, quarantine treating you there, dickless? Yeah, give me, a, give me a,
1: a dick pic. Or if you're a lady fan, how about a pair of tits? Would that kill you? Please, or a fat man. Yeah, shoot! Shoot us a pair of tits, and then say, "Hey, what's going on?"
0: Right, right. That'll grease the wheels a little bit, but Cause then you, uh, what's you can new give, with you?
1: <laughs> you can give the old better now. Yeah, yeah I love that line. That, that that's works. That's a fun one. Yeah, it still holds up. Don't you always want to do one of the move? I always wanted to do that's uh, that appears in Seinfeld is when you're sitting at a diner or a restaurant, and someone comes in, and then you use your foot to to move to push the chair oh, out for them. Killer. That's a classic move.
0: Classic. You know it was big when I was uh, banging was uh, everybody smoked when I was in high school. I don't know. I went to high school in like the 40s. And you lit your cigarette and the girls and then gave it to her. Like you had two in your mouth.
1: Oh, That that's was nice. big. Big. That's, like, that's a way of like kissing her a little bit. Oh, ah, yeah. You wouldn't do that in Corona times. Because the lip is on the cig and then the cig goes in the other lip and then your lips have touched.
0: Yes, touching lips. Uh, by the way, I see a lot of uh, kooks out on the street smoking with a mask on. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of silly. It, like, defeats
1: the uh, the jizz of the whole thing. I wonder, when I get, I've inhaled a couple of secondhand smokes over the course of the quarantine, and I'm like, that seems like a surefire way to get it, because that smoke has come from their lungs, scooped up all the, the niblets of Corona, and then right. shot back out. Now it's in your lungs.
0: Right. It's like a snowball.
1: If you think about secondhand smoke, it's kind of fucking weird. It's crazy,
0: but I don't think it's as dangerous as people. I don't like it, but I don't think it's as dangerous as people say, because you never hear about a guy dying from
1: it. Well, I think that would be a lot of secondhand smoke, but let me uh, counter that with this. I think I might have talked about this before. Please. Everyone's going to take a shot now. That's one of the drinking games. Some guy sent us a Tuesdays with Stories drinking game. Oh, I missed that. And every time I say, I think we talked about this, that's one of the drinks. (laughs) That's pretty good. But anyways, my Uncle Dale, we all know and love, firefighter on the front lines there. Big Dale. When he went to get his physical after graduating from the academy, they were like, how long have you been smoking for? And he's like, what? I've never smoked a day in my life. And they're like, that's not what it says here there, fat ass. Oh. And it was because his mother and father smoked every day all day in the house, all secondhand smoke. Wow,
0: well that yeah, that's years and years of, of being by basically hot-boxed by
1: Marlboro. Yeah, I think if you share like a one bedroom apartment with a chain smoker, you can uh you can pick up the cancer secondhand.
0: All right, I take it all back. That's uh, pretty dangerous. And and when I was a kid, I remember being in my my friend's car, his mom smoked and she was Belgian, so she had hairy armpits, big crazy cellulite and just pumping camels all day long in the car. And I remember being a kid like, God, it sucks. And I just thought that was normal. I didn't know it was weird what she was doing. Yeah, that's like
1: Donnie Brasco without, he wouldn't crack the window. Yes, she wouldn't crack. I remember my friend uh, Jeff Welch, we were in the car and he was like, do you mind if I smoke in the car? And I was like, yeah, just crack the window. And he's like, yeah, obviously I'm cracking the window. Like He's like, who the fuck smokes with no window crack? But people do
0: it. That feels so Boston to me. The uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm cracking the window. That's yeah. very Bean Towny to me. There's always like the you guys are very quick on dumb, dumb things. Yeah, there's no tolerance. No tolerance.
1: We're very low tolerance people.
0: But I think it's smart. It, it, he's it's a it's a sign of
1: intelligence. Like you think I'm that stupid? Yeah. It's also the cuntiness of Boston. Right. You could just be like, sure, I'll crack the window, no problem. Like I'm doing him the favor. I'm letting him smoke in my car.
0: Ah yes, yes. But he's saying you think I'm he. It's a, it's an intelligence mixed with insecurity. Like yeah, I already know that. But you think I'm that dumb that I don't know that? Fuck you. Right. Yeah, I got a lot of that myself. Uh huh. Well, um, I mean, it's it's a, there's a smart there's an interesting thing with Bean Town. We don't have to get in a, a whole thing on mass, but we got time. Well, there's so many comics out of there. So many brilliant comics, and I think it's because of that cunty intelligence and insecurity all thrown into one gay gumbo and it makes hilarious dudes.
1: Yeah, I think I think part of it also is everybody in Boston comes from a big family or a ah. big neighborhood, tight neighborhood, so everyone you had to do something to get heard. Right, right. Good point. So everyone's loud and angry. Everyone's like shut the fuck up and listen to me.
0: Yeah, even if you didn't have a big family, I think you had a big neighborhood and you were always together.
1: Yeah, I had both of those things my whole life. I was always around fucking thirty-eight people, wow, and no one ever that, listened to me.
0: I was the exact opposite. I was hiding in a room
1: my whole yeah, life. We, we had uh, I had that early on in life. My parents sent me to therapy when I was like seven because I never what? spoke. I didn't speak at all. They thought something what? was wrong with me.
0: Is that yeah. right?
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Like it was like they were like, "We gotta get surgery for this fucking kid or something." Then they wow. stole my go kart. That didn't help me get any more social. But yeah, right. Uh, that would have yeah. cured you right then I, I remember sitting when we moved to Whitman In 86, I remember for like two years I would sit at the screen door and like watch the other kids play And I had like this monumental Moment with this guy I forget his name, Rich something He had a younger sister who was a fat kid I can't Hall. remember his last name Rich What's that? Rich Hall, Richie Rich uh, Rich No, it was one of those weird last names Like Gilmetti or uh, Gumadi Asian guy some, some fat fucking douche. But anyways, I remember him playing catch with my across-the-street neighbor, Eric Chalmers, who uh-huh. was like five years older than me, and they were playing catch, and I was just standing there watching him like a psycho, and the kid Rich went, hey, what's up with this kid just staring at us? <laughs> and Eric Chalmers went, oh, that's Joe. He's cool. Hey, Joe. Oh. And I waved because he knew me because my sister was social. Uh-huh. So he was so a whore. He, he waved and said he's cool, and it, like it was, it warmed my whole heart. Like I, it was the first thought of like maybe I could go outside and be friends with people. Wow, he thinks I'm cool, and I love him forever. He was ended up being like the sweetest guy, and he was really like helped me be part of the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say how good did that feel? It, and those guys, they don't know how far that goes. I, I my brother was in Boy Scouts, and I had to go. Hang out with them because, you know, my parents didn't want to get a babysitter. So, like, you're coming. So, you know, my brother be weaving shit or tying knots or whatever the hell Boy Scouts do. And I'm just sitting there and they would all pick on me because I was like a dorky, fat cunt. And I had curly hair and buck teeth and everything. And they're like, what's up with this fat homo? And one of the older guys, not even my brother, mind you, one of the older guys goes, ah, that's uh, that's Eric's brother. He's he's good. And they left me
1: alone. Yeah, it's nice. You just need someone to vouch. Like I, I was thinking that because I'm like, that guy, Eric, he probably doesn't even remember that. But to me, I'm like, that was life-changing.
0: Totally, totally. And those are the guys that get laid.
1: Yeah. I would well, have fucked that older guy. He had some problems himself, but... Uh, Gay? No, no, great guy, funny guy. I remember one time, we used to always sit, they had a broken down car in their yard. I mean, we are kind Ooh. of a garbage neighborhood. By the way, check out the podcast, Are You Garbage? Have you done that podcast? Never heard of it. Oh, it's H. Foley and Kevin Ryan, couple of oh, Philly boys.
0: I like those guys.
1: Great guys, hilarious guys, and they do a whole podcast where they just ask you questions and figure out if you're garbage or classy. <laughs> oh, I love that! It's a fun podcast. Go check it out. I'm on there. It just came out this week. If you're a Tuesday, you'll you'll enjoy it. I feel like you're more recycling. I'm, uh, yeah, I qualify as garbage, but I was I said no to a, most of the garbage questions, but I had a couple things. Their big one was: Have I stormed the field at a sporting event? Ooh! And I have, and I face painted, and also I went to my high school football games after I graduated. That Ooh. was a. Uh, that was <laughs> that was uh, all bets are off.
0: Yeah, but they're all in the sports realm, so I feel like maybe you're just a garbage sport guy.
1: Yeah, some of them I was like appalled. I was like, "How could you even ask me that? Like, have you eaten a <laughs> hot dog on a hamburger bun? A, a, a hamburger on a hot dog bun?" And I'm like, "Get out of here."
0: See, that? Uh, that uh, that's where I'd be garbage. I've eaten everything from pussy to dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways, check out that pod. But anyways, we had a, they had a, uh, the Chalmers had a broken down car in their front yard. Red flag. Well, we had that also, but yeah. we would hang out in the car. Like, we would all sit in the car, and that would be our hang. Uh-huh. And there'd be like nine of us in there. It was like, we'd all pack in.
0: Interesting.
1: And I can't remember exactly how this happened, but... One of the neighborhood guys who at the time felt like he was 50, but he was probably like 21. Yeah. And I forget what Eric said, but he yelled something at him like, you fucking loser or whatever. And the guy was like, fuck you, Eric. And he tried to get him and he was reaching in the car. Whoa. And Jim I took his baseball hat and was like whipping his hand. The guy was like, ah, go, come on. <laughs> and he couldn't get us out of the car. And we would just torture him because he was like. You know, like I said, 22, 23 year old guy, but he lived at home and we were just uh-huh. like a bunch of teenagers, but we had the numbers. Yes. So we were like, Fuck you, you loser. And another time, that same guy got in a big fight with his girlfriend, like in, in like in front of Eric's front yard. And uh-huh. they were just shouting at each other. And we were all playing football, so we stopped and watched from like a distance. We were like, Oh my god. And Eric went inside, got a fudgical fudge sickle. <laughs> And came out and sat down Indian style at their feet, just eating his fudgesicle. Wow. And they were like, "What are you doing here? You piece of shit! Get out of here!" I'm talking to my girlfriend. He's like, "This is my yard. You're in my yard." <laughs> and it was so exciting. Cause it was so bold. He was so yes. emboldened. I love bold, bold people. Yeah. I feel like there's no
0: one bold anymore. There's no bold. You, you go bold now, people cancel you.
1: Right. That's true.
0: It feels like we put a like a we we pinched the the kink the hose on boldness. And and then every now and then, it gets all built up, and someone shoots up a school.
1: Right. Interesting. Well, there's but, bold entertainers. There's a few.
0: I guess. I don't know. I feel like you used to have guys hitting women with a fish and throwing TVs out of windows. I'm not saying that's the boldest shit ever, but it felt more common.
1: I hear you. Well, I mean... The hit less hitting women is probably positive. (laughs) TV out the window. I'm on board.
0: I mean, it was a fish. It was a gag. I'm not. I'm not pumping uh, Chris Brown over here. Chris Brown's a chooch, but uh, you know, you hit a gal
1: with a bass. That's a good time. That's fun. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, it's They're making us smell their fishy pussies. (laughs) Why don't they take a little fish to the face? Oh yeah. Well. I don't know, I just felt like, and I, I've I've talked about this before, and it's, it's a feeling more
0: than I have any facts or cold, hard evidence, but I feel like when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and maybe it was just because of my age, dudes I knew were fucking... Firecrackers—they were so full of life. They would climb up a building and then jump off and do a barrel roll, then chug a whiskey, and then punch a kid in the groin, and steal a car and fight their dad and fuck
1: their mom. It was a—it was a whole different world back then. Yeah, I had some neighborhood guys that were fucking nuts, like Eric charmers Jim Crenshaw, which I think one of them was a cop now, I think. But they—they oh, yeah, were, they were wild. Yeah, yeah, they were wild. Like, we laid in the street after the program came out. The movie, the program. We were those guys that, like, laid in the street and cars were fucking whizzing by. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, yeah. Just BMX ramps made out of, you know, toilet paper and wood. You're just trying to jump. You break a leg or a femur. It was wild times.
1: Yeah, we did that. Brian Regan has that great bit, one of the best bits ever about yeah. that. When they make a ramp and then you break the... The guy breaks his leg and the bone sticking out and one of the kids is like, get some leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you get peanut which, butter, get smooth. That's one of those bits that you're like, we said that. I know. We uh, said get some
0: leaves. I know. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's it's. He's just saying what happened, but it's so funny because it's so true and, and real. I don't know, but well, I want to get oh. back to the the car thing. That was the beauty of childhood with no internet. Right. We didn't we didn't have a Call of Duty. We could play some fat kid in Guatemala and call him a fucking cum guzzler. And uh, you had a headset on and everything. Back then, you you fucked with a a half
1: retard on on Main Street, and that was the day. (laughs) Yeah, we would sit in a car for like seven hours, just bullshitting, chatting. Wow,
0: it's so funny. You got in the car. It's almost like a podcast studio back in the 90s.
1: Yeah, it's weird, and I don't know why. I think you just pretended to drive. I think it was like a Springsteen-y, like, let's get out of here. And you couldn't, oh. but you'd pretend to. You'd sit there. Ironically, none of them ever left town. Right? Yeah, it's like it's like a little road trip, but you never leave. I want to come back to this, because I'm going to lose this thought. Uh, what you were saying about he was just talking about what happened, that reminds me of I was listening to or reading an interview with Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, where uh-huh. he talked about the song Summertime. And he was like, I just wrote a song about what we did in South Philly. He's like, I didn't realize everyone in America did that. Wow. Like he was talking about you get a haircut and you don't speed through two miles an hour so everyone sees you. He was like, I was just describing my summer. Right. He's like, but it turned out everybody had a version of that. And so everyone was like, oh, this is my jam. Yes.
0: Isn't that funny? That's so funny you say that because I watched some documentary mini doc on Phil Rosenthal. You know him?
1: Uh, You're going to have to remind me. It doesn't bring a dick.
0: Jewy guy. He wrote. Uh, well, <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond with with Ray Romano. They wrote it together. Oh, Phil. What did I say?
1: I, th- I thought you said Bill. I misheard. I oh, think. Oh,
0: Phil. Yeah, Phil. Yes. And I know, uh, Phil. they couldn't crack it. They just wrote like ten copies, and they couldn't because they knew Letterman, his production, wanted to do a show with Romano. So they're like, we gotta we gotta write something. So they just sat down, these two idiots, and they couldn't come up with anything. And then they just said, well, let's just write what happened. And but they kept going. But I'm Jewish. You're Italian. This is not going to sync up, and they just wrote the same shit. They just happened to just write what happened to them, and it was the same because we're all people.
1: We're all people. Interesting. That's like, uh, I love that story of um, Carl Reiner. He had written for your show of shows, The Sid Caesar. Sure. And then they wanted to make a sitcom. So he's like, well, I don't know how to make a sitcom. So he just wrote a story of his life. He had moved to Levittown, would commute into the city and wrote on a comedy show and had a wife. Wow. And so he wrote the show like that. It failed and then they called him back like six months later and They're like we're gonna redo the show and he's like but it was a failure and they're like we're getting a better person to play you uh, and it wow. ended up being the dick van dyke show
0: wow and and they're not wrong dick van dyke killed it
1: yeah one of the one of the greats who's still alive i think they're both still alive and friends friends and i think dick has a full head of hair yeah he looks great <laughs> he looks amazing he looks better than, uh, certainly better than me. I look horrific. I'm looking at the lighting. I got the mustache. I'm doing a character. I got my head shaved. I look horrific. I look like a cartoon. My glasses it, are too big.
0: It looks hostage It looks like you have, you're holding someone, and you're you're like, I need this before I let them go. I need a, a green tea. I need a cookie. I need a waffle.
1: You know what's nice, though? I think my wife's a little turned on, because we've talked about this before, another drink, is women can change their looks. You can put your hair up. Uh-huh. You can have it in pigtails, you can have makeup, you can have no makeup, red lipstick. We just look like this. Right. But I've changed my look drastically. Shaved head, mustache. I look like a fucking a prisoner of war or something. And yes, it's kinda some. hot, I think.
0: Yes. I like it. It's true. And plus a woman can put her hand and go do that that fun I only have a a little bit of stubble feeling. It feels good to do that to a man, I think.
1: Yeah, they like it. And I got like a swastika tattooed on my chest just to complete it. I want to be like a bad guy, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Go all the way. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, you got something
1: because we forgot to talk about the thing. Let's do it. I'll I'll come back to it. We got these fucking cookies delivered. the best. Antoine's cookies. I I tweeted it out. Some of you are already getting them. The guy's a Tuesday, evidently. I'm not even reading the copy. Fuck the copy. Nope, I'll read the the, the must-read part. Okay, you read the must-read, but they sent us these cookies. It was Sarah's birthday. We get a ding-dong on the door. A package is all you have anymore, by the way. Uh, that door rings. Come, shoots right out of my ass. Same. <laughs> I go, I get the package. It's a beautiful white box. with. It's like slick and nice. Slick and nice. I open it up, and we got an assortment of cookies. All kinds of, we got uh, snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, Oatmeal chocolate chip. And I'm a chocolate chip guy. I ate them so slowly. Yes. it was deli- It's chips everywhere. You can't not bite a chip. One of the best. You guys know how much I love chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. I ate all three. I've never been happy. It was the highlight of my entire quarantine. You got to get some Antoine's cookies. Unbelievable.
0: I got the same box. It's a variety pack. It's got peanut butter cup. It's got... Uh, sugar cookie. It's got uh, macadamia and chocolate chip. It's just everything you could ask for. I opened the box. My lady came running across the room like a cat smelling a can of tuna. I kicked her in the clit. I said, hold on, you whore. We picked out which one we wanted. I poured us each a glass of milk and then I put those Nazis in the fucking oven. See how they like it. I turned the tables on them. Put them in the oven for like 10 Ooh. seconds. Oh, money shot right on the lips. And then we had we kissed after that. And it was we, we exchanged some of the cookie in, in each other's mouths. Unbelievable, orgasmic. Wow. I should have so, done the
1: oven thing. I fucked up with the oven.
0: Oh, well, hey, are you done? You
1: out? Well, chocolate chip's my favorite. And I consumed all of them. I wish they would send me a box of all chocolate chip.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice. Because let's be honest, who needs a sugar cookie and a do?
1: Yeah, give me the chocolate chip. I right, read the uh, whatever the verbatim thing. All right, right now,
0: Antoine is giving all you gays fifteen percent off your order at Antoine'sCookieshop.com. That's Antoine'sCookieshop.com. And use the code Tuesdays. That's A-N-T-O-I-N-E-S Cookieshop.com and use the code Tuesdays for 15% off. And look, we're in hell, the world's on pause. Treat yourself, get a discount, and just marvel in these cookies. Just, just put life on hold and just savor these Nazis because they're so good. You're gonna love them.
1: Yeah, and I yeah. want to add this: we are not getting paid more the more cookies we sell. True. This is us loving these cookies and wanting you to enjoy them too. Yeah. So why not we not getting. We're not getting commissioned here or commissions or whatever the fuck just get the cookies is what we're get saying the really cookie. Good. i
0: mean this guy he, he visited me in california I did a show in uh where is that rooster Tea? what city is sunnyvale that right? sunnyvale and uh he came by with a box i gave him a bunch of the staff they all shit the bed and i loved it and it's really it's, it's white white uh chocolate macadamia Power? peanut butter walnut toffee oatmeal chocolate chip i mean everything you can ask for it's the best Lunch. It comes in a
1: hell of a box. And when you're done that, done with that, you're probably going to be horny. Yeah. So oh. you might want to get a Blue Chew. Tuesday's Here's Stories here. is brought to you by Blue Chew, the first chewable dick pill. Love. You're going to love it. You take these things, and man, your dick is harder than a bag of rocks, if yes. that makes sense. Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And we all know we're stuck with our partners. You could probably use a little boost if I'm not mistaken you're not lying at this point i mean it's the same dame over and over and over again so take a blue chew anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since it's chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready ready whenever an opportunity arises which could be any moment now we got no jobs we're all at home yeah get weird get a blue chew right now mark We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Tuesdays. Tell them about the deal. It's pretty great. You just pay $5 in shipping
0: and you get all that. Again, that's com promo code Tuesdays to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the pod. I love Blue Chew. I took one last night, and I can still feel it. So they stay in you, baby.
1: Thank you, Blue
0: Chew. And you
1: stay in her. Yeah. What's going on with your sex? Are you getting laid on the Uh, legs, or what's happening these days? It's
0: definitely slowed down just because she sees me without makeup, and I've gained a lot of pounds. It's all gone to my ass. And uh, you're just around each other so much that my libido is just like, eh, she'll be there.
1: Yeah, same. I, I need weirder, dirtier stuff. I got to be like, hey, you got to put some heels on and hit me with my mandolin so I can come.
0: I know. It, it's almost like jail where I, I go out to, to go to the grocery store and I see a lady walk by and she looks like Ralphie Mae, And I'm like, oh, look at her. Holy shit. It's quite I
1: thought a couple was- of... bags of tits on her sorry no my bad it's hard with the uh the video it looked like you were done i couldn't tell and i apologize um but i was saying the same thing i was like if there's gotta be people hooking up all over for the first time like i feel like if i was stuck with my aunt Mm. i might make a move six (laughs) months like you start to be like you're having a couple cocktails and you go who's gonna who's gonna know you know yeah incest i bet has gone through the roof For sure. I'm trying. I keep fucking texting my uncle dick pics. Yeah, say uncle. (laughs) Um, Hey, we have one more sponsor this week, um, amazingly. Oh, yeah. Uh, And uh, it's ExpressVPN. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Being stuck at home these days, you probably don't think much about internet privacy on your own home network. If you open a private lab on your browser, a tab, I should say, don't open a private lab. That's crazy. If you open a private tab on your browser and no one can see what you're up to, right? Well, I hate to break it to you, but your online activity can still be traced. And we don't want that. No, it says. Even if you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. Yikes. Hey, they. You should never go online without using ExpressVPN. Hide your history. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers, and it's anonymous. I love anonymity. Each ExpressVPN server has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users
0: woo So protect your online activity today. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Tuesdays. One more time, expressvpn.com slash Tuesdays to learn more and surf safely out there, folks.
1: Yeah. Please support the people that uh, support us for God's sakes, because between this and the Patreon, that's all we got. And let me just say this about the Patreon. Yeah. If you're a if you if you can afford I know there's twenty two million out of work, which means there's, you know, two hundred and fifty million not out of work, whatever True. the numbers are. If you can afford five bucks a month and you're a huge Tuesday, you are missing out right now. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they, we've we've been put up in queefs galore. I'm, I'm doing queefs with the lady. We're gonna start putting some fun videos up. Uh, not to mention all the backlog,
1: ton of backlog. All the live episodes. It's uh, it's really you gotta get in there if if you're uh if you can afford the means. You can do five bucks a month for Christ's sake. Yeah. There's also a super gay fifty bucks a month if Woo! you want to get crazy.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that, I don't know if you got a couple people wrote to me saying I think I'm the richest twos gay. Oh, really? Yeah, one guy was like a, some kind of butt surgeon or dick twister, something medical, and he was making a ton of money, and he's like, me and my wife are both rich, and I'm a and gay, and you know, I think I got
1: got everybody beat. Yeah, there's a couple TV personalities that are fans of the show, and uh, we got some frontline workers out there, which we, a big shout out to them, all, all ladies, by the way. Hey, female fan. So thank you to those uh, ladies. Don't die, because we only have about 38 women that listen to the show, so we need yeah, you. we need that gash. Uh, um, but, and gash. Uh, no, thanks a lot, uh, everybody. But yeah, get on the Patreon. There's a ton of bonus stuff, and just uh, Mark and I have been checking in a couple times a week, half-hour bonuses, and some of the, bo- the bonus, most recent one, I was like, I wish this was the show. We had some fucking killer shit on there. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was a funny one. I was dying. I was laughing about that
1: after we we'd stopped recording. Same. And, oh, and if you missed it, if you're not, only a couple thousand people know about this. We killed that fucking mouse. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to bring that up. Ding dong, the mouse is dead. I came out to meditate. I do my morning meditation. I came out, and I looked, and he was belly up, head missing, the whole thing. Smile, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You know, he never actually says bitch. Is that right? Isn't that weird? Louie told me that, and I was like, no, nah, you're crazy. I've seen it a million times, and you watch it. It says, smile, you son of a... Oh, that's cool. It's like an optical illusion.
0: With the Mandela effect.
1: Yes, I would have bet $5,000. I'm like, no, he says, bitch, I've heard him say it.
0: Wow, your brain put it in there.
1: It put it in, but... You know, uh, in,
0: uh, in Pulp Fiction, when... Uh, what's his name? Travolta and Jackson are walking through the a hallway about to go kill those guys... Yeah. You can hear in the hallway, somebody's listening to a boxing match. It's Butch's match. Really? Yeah, it's on the radio coming out of an apartment. But it's pretty clear, but I never really thought of it. It's actually Butch's boxing match.
1: Weird. It must be a replay, though, because it's like 9 in the morning when they go there. I guess it is, yeah. I've also heard a rumor that you can hear when when, when Willis is walking through the yard to go... Get his watch and ends up killing Travolta, you can hear a radio report that the um the trophy from the dance contest was stolen. Oh but I've t- tried to hear it and I can never hear it. I've like cranked it up and like put my ear in there.
0: Wow, interesting. All right. I've I've also heard and this is a, a hearsay or queer say, but they say that Travolta's character, Vega, is brothers with Mr. Blonde. Yes,
1: I've heard that. Yeah. You heard that. Then, Vincent Vega and uh, is that Keitel? No, it's Matt Michael Madsen. Ah! Vic Vega. Toothpick Vic Vega. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're siblings. Ah, look at that. Just fun. Yeah. You know, it right. it's interesting too, he made those two amazing LA movies and then didn't make a, an LA movie for years until Hollywood. Yeah, which you're not a fan of. Well, I thought it could have been a lot better, and uh, like so many movies, on second viewing, I was like, "I do love this." I just there's just parts I wish were cut. Yeah, there's I, huge I, chunks of the movie I love. I'm really into, like I said, like the ending is like amazing. Yeah, I just think the part, like Margot Robbie going to the movies, is long. Yeah, and yeah. then the scene with. Uh, DiCaprio when he's in the movie is way too long. It's like thirty minutes of the scene of him as a cowboy. It just keeps uh-huh. going and going and going.
0: Right, right. But any scene with Brad Pitt was amazing. Like Agreed. when he goes to the ranch, this this tense when he meets the guy, uh, whatever that guy's spawn, whatever his name is, right, sleeping. All that part was crazy. The flat tire guy, he's like fix it. That was incredible. The, the driving, and then when he fought Bruce Lee, all that shit was amazing. And then the when when Leo is melting down in the trailer, I love that. You know, he's like, what, do you got to drink eight whiskeys, you fucking homo? What are you doing to yourself? Oh, man. But I, I agree. There was, there was a lot of fat on it.
1: I wish they cut about 20 minutes off. I think this happens a lot with these filmmakers that get final cut. Sally Menke, his editor, died. I think sometimes ah. you have these filmmakers that get to a point where no one's going, hey, why don't we, I don't know if we need all that. Right, right. They start to get a little too kooky, but uh, well, I do love a lot of that movie.
0: Speaking of movies, I'm going to give an exclusive uh, Tuesday hot hot tip here. Um, so the, my special's coming out May 12th, allegedly, and uh, I'm trying to do everything different with these specials. You know, nobody... Nobody uh, shoots the audience anymore. Nobody has an intro anymore. Nobody does this anymore. Nobody's, so I'm doing all those things that no one does anymore again. All right, bringing it back. I'm trying to bring it back just because if you, if you do everything how everybody does it, now you're just everybody else.
1: Right. So, That's why everything's cyclical.
0: Yes. Ryan's cyclical. So uh, I'm like, all right. So I want to have an intro. Well, what the hell can I have an intro? How you know you don't want to have a cheesy thing where you fall into a manhole or you know, some dumb joke or you slip on a banana peel. So I said, hey, and I probably shouldn't give this away, but fuck it. The Tuesdays it they, they, they need something. Give it away now. I got the hog out here, and I got a desolate apocalyptic Manhattan. I'm doing vanilla sky parody. Oh, I like it. I go out there, we me and Salacuse, my, my video guy, we went out there at 6 a.m. two days ago. It's nothing but uh bags of garbage, a couple cops, and a few hobos. And we shot this motherfucker. I got a he's got a hatchback. We pulled that mofo open. We pulled the hatchback trunk open. He's sitting in the back filming me. I'm going down Broadway in 46. It's just me out there. Me in the wow.
1: wind that's a threat i mean even if it even if he fucking left the lens cap on that's a fucking killer experience <laughs> it was pretty
0: great I, I i felt like i owned the whole city and cops were going by and they're you know we have no permit we have no money we got no juice and they were like ah eh, fuck it
1: who cares yeah there's bigger fish to fry i mean that, we shouldn't be frying those fish anyways that's true it's bad it's high cholesterol uh, that's incredible! I can't wait to see it. How's it look? Did you watch
0: the dailies? I watched a little, and we we were. It was so cold; it was like thirty-five degrees, and I was wearing my. I'm wearing the shit I'm wearing in the special, so I'm wearing basically nothing. And it was so cold what? that we were like, "All right, I think we got it." We shot for like an hour and a half, and it's like seven thirty. We're all tired and gay, and we're like, "Fuck it, let's go home." We get home, we look at the dailies. We're like, "We forgot this shot. We forgot." So now we're going back tomorrow. Oh
1: man, I'm an idiot. I, it's just fun making things.
0: It is. And it felt good to do something, even though it was depressing. Like, shooting that stuff is so fun. You're with your friends. You're, you're in New York. You're on a bike. You're, the wind is in your hair. But after we go, that was great. Let's go hit a diner.
1: Ah. Yeah. The diner, you know, I wanted to, to rectify. We talked about New York last week and the things we love about New York and don't love. And I left out so many things. I was, I was being uh, slightly cynical and comical. Right. But the, the movie theaters and the diners, that's what I love most about New York and miss most. Yeah, those diners,
0: man. And it's uh, open anytime.
1: so welcoming. You're like, hey, it's 4 a.m. What should we do? I don't want to go home. Diner. Late night diner. I mean, you can get a fucking chicken parm or a flounder or a can of soup Yes. any time. 3 in the morning, 5 in the morning, 10 in the morning, whatever. All yeah, morning. there's no
0: judgment either. You order a cup of coffee and the swordfish, They just some Guatemalan guy just makes it and brings it back. There's no like, what? Swordfish.
1: Yeah, and the movie theaters, we're losing them left and right, and I'm hoping that we don't lose a bunch more because of this, but the IFC, when you go in there, I go by myself, I sit down. I watch Swallow right before, right when the, all shit was all going down. Right. I, you're sitting there by yourself, and you watch a movie that you can't really see anywhere else in America I love those fucking cinemas and the diners, and I miss both of them. Yeah, the diners.
0: That's a good call. Yeah, we're we're, we're definitely going to lose some movie theaters. There's no doubt about it. They were struggling before.
1: What's that? And some diners also. Ah, yeah. Brutal. I worry. But there's some promising studies. I I don't want to get too into quarantine because people are hearing too much quarantine. So maybe we shouldn't even... uh, go down there but i saw that study out of stanford that said like fucking 80 times more people have it really they thought yeah so there might be some good news coming soon i don't know wait that's a good thing yeah because that would mean the death the mortality rates way lower ah because the death there's not more deaths that we don't know about right so it turned out that there was an extra 10 million people that had it and just had no signs, that would mean the mortality rate's pretty low, actually.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, I think I think uh, this is my prediction. If this keeps going the way it's going with the quarantining and the mass and you can't go out, I think there's going to be two camps. There's going to be the scared, safe, play-it-by-the-book guys, and then there's going to be a couple people who just get together and go have meetings, go have little concerts, like, like almost speakeasy, you know, right. on, the, on the on the hush and they're going to be called groupers or something. They're just going to sit there and be like, we're going to Jeff's garage and watch a comedy show. We're going to watch you. We're going to watch Debbie does Dallas. Yeah. Fuck the six feet. We're, we're going to hug.
1: Yeah. We'll be like uh, we'll be fugitives and shit.
0: Yeah. It's like demolition, man. You know, you go down to that underground lair. And there's, there's Dennis Leary hanging out with a bunch of derelicts. Yeah. When's the last time he was in a movie? Well, he was he had a moment. He was in the ref. He was a leading man
1: oh, for ten years. That was minutes. twenty years ago. That's what I mean. <laughs> he was in the ref and he was in the sandlot and he was in my sister's ass, and then he was in uh judgment night. He was great in your sister's ass. That was uh five stars on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, he was in a lot of shit. And he, was, he was in Rescue Me. He was a lead on a show. Oh, then he had
1: Sex, Drug, and Rock and Roll. He's had multiple shows, but I feel like movies, he's kind of out.
0: Yeah, he really
1: faded. He, I never thought he was that talented, if I'm being honest. Amazing career. Yeah, big thief. He stole a bunch of shit. Right. <laughs> Jokes and stuff.
0: Well, he has that famous story where Louis said he just ripped off his asshole bit and uh made it into that song, I'm an asshole. Yeah. And Louie just said, like everybody in Boston's like, What are you gonna let this happen? This this redheaded cum guzzler is taking your shit, and he's like, hey, I'll write another bit. And then like ten years later, they did O and A or something together, and he goes, Oh yeah,
1: Louie And out of guilty wrote him a check for like ten grand. Yeah, well that's the thing he did. He did take, he's taken care of a ton of people that he was reported to have stolen from. So he he made some amends, which is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I feel bad about uh, trashing him. I, I don't know the guy. He's, I'm sure he's nice, but uh, I don't know. Ah,
1: oh, you didn't trash him. You said you didn't uh, find him particularly talented. That's not All right. a trash. Yeah, that's a trashing. I mean, it would hurt my feelings, but <laughs> but I I people tweet it right at me. So <laughs> I mean, right, what right. Do
0: do? Yeah, boy, I'm getting some tweet. Those tweets. I try to just tweet every now and then just to have an outlet, just to keep joke writing as an exercise going. Of and I'll tweet something. And, you know, right when you tweet something, you're still vulnerable. You're raw. You know, you're like, oh, let's see how this goes. So somebody will always slide right in and go, this is comedy. Boy, you're getting rusty. Oh, you've lost it. And you're like, ah, look, I can take a zing, but not right, right, right when I tweet it. Come on.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I have muted and blocked more people than I ever have before. I'm muting everybody. If you're hearing this, most likely you're muted on my Twitter. I'm just a mute <laughs> machine. You're a mutant. I'm a mutiny on the bounty, baby. I mean, not not that bad. First of all, there's a b- million heartwarming tweets and messages and emails, and it's quite kind. Yeah. Um, but some of the tweets, you're just like, ah, no, mute, block, can't do it. Right. And some people on Twitter horrible debaters They try to debate. I'm like, you're a Joe. You got to come with something. Give me something that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And and then you start realizing you, you look them up a little bit. And you're like, you have three followers and you're mean. Wouldn't you if you have three followers, you should be the nicest guy on the planet and try to build a little relationship here
1: right it's crazy well you got it's one guy i tweeted the louis special and it went fucking haywire i mean people were just it, it went viral people were like fuck you you scumbag you tyrant you piece of shit yeah and uh i was talking to him he's like yeah well take it down what are you doing just it doesn't matter so i take it down then you get the guys that are like you fucking pussy you took it down <laughs> one guy's like i lost a lot of respect for you he's got a fake name and a fake photo <laughs> i'm like you're a fake what are you talking about respect <laughs> for me you're nobody. You're hiding. You are right. a fake identity. You're just tweeting at strangers as a completely false identity? But that's the, the thing. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Now you realize, oh, you're just yelling at me about your shit. You're just projecting, you fucking queef.
1: Yeah, you're nothing.
0: Nothing. It's the, It's the guy who who hates gays, and then he's blowing Ricky Bobby
1: under the table. But it, we ha- we should point out, because we talk about this stuff a lot, the vast majority, vast Mm. are positive and nice and friendly, and we love you. Big Tuesday, thanks for your service, yada, yada. So You're right. We should focus on that. Same with uh, comedy club goers. Most of them sit. They love it. They're great. They laugh. They don't get offended. The majority will never get offended.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's that squeaky wheel gets the uh, lube thing, you know?
1: I'm so happy, by the way, speaking of lube. I bought three... Cans of fucking fuck water at the place by your house right before this all. Thank oh, Christ,
0: man! You're like a
1: lane with sponges. You got a, you got in there. You got the last case. I'm so I'm sure you can get them online, but they don't have it on Amazon. That fuck water is first class. Yeah, and, I gotta uh, try that. I'm using some shit I got in a swag bag, and it's a little crunchy. No, this this fuck water, like I said, it, it feels like a hot load, and it it tastes a little different than a hot load, but <laughs> it's
0: really good stuff. Yeah, all right. I'll try it because uh, it's the
1: Sahara over here. If you know what I mean. Um, let me ask you this: cause We got to wrap up soon, but we have a, a female Tuesday Ooh. who's uh, friends with you've met her. She's friends with Sarah. She sent out a thing to a bunch of friends saying, "Tell me who's wrong and who's right in this situation." So I want to get your thoughts. Oh, I can't wait. Thaddy. Well, she's she has a friend, a friend of our friend, has a friend who was on a. I don't want to say because that sounds too specific. Bleep that out, Shelby. She was on a vacation. Okay. And she fucked a guy, hot guy, sexy man. He fucks her, pulls out, comes all over her. Then. So far, so good. Licks up all of his own cum and eats it. The whole thing. Every ounce of cum, he licks it up, eats it, swallows it. Now, our friend, Tuesday, she's like, there's no way that happened. That's a fake story. I'm saying, I think that happened.
0: Wait, 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 wait! Somebody you know said this happened to them. Where's Two, this coming from? Friend of ours. Okay.
1: Has a friend we don't know, unknown friend. Oh, okay, okay. From a step, from a different circle of friends. Yeah. This is an unknown woman telling a friend of ours that she was like on a vacation. Guy blew his load on her and then just licked it all up. Huh. And the friend of ours, the Tuesday, is like, there's no way she's lying. I th- she thinks she's full of shit.
0: No, I think that's that happened. I totally believe it. First of all, just the location you mentioned earlier bleeped out says <laughs> something's up. These people are already a little little kooky. And uh I know a, a guy who does that. Really? Yeah. Don't say his name because I don't want to be outed. I don't think you know. I used to work with him at a restaurant. <laughs> he used to work at a restaurant. His name's Justin, and he used to plow this gal Elizabeth, and she Eddie. would get she would ride him, and she was such a squirter that she would squirt pools all over his stomach, and then she would go like a
1: kid who spills yoo-hoo on a counter. <laughs> But here's the thing, I mean, if you want to eat your own jizz, that's that's fine, you know, that, and that's cool, man, um, but you can't do it on a, a first-time hookup stranger. No, 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 totally. You got to really get in there and
0: marry that dame. That's a second date situation.
1: But uh, my my wife heard the story and she's like, "That's the grossest. I would throw up if somebody did that." And I'm like, "Boy, I'm glad we had this talk because I'm <laughs> I'm two days of quarantine away from it." <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: don't know. I bet some gals would dig it. I mean, because that's what they do. So if the guy does it, it's almost like, "Hey, you know, we're equal."
1: That's what they do. What do you? Oh, they come. You mean? Yeah,
0: a lot of ladies really down that stuff like it's a protein shake. I guess it kind of is. What? Well,
1: Oh, yeah. I know we have a we have a running gag about me eating my own cum, but I think I'd rather eat another guy's cum than my own. Oh, interesting. That's really off-putting.
0: Well, that works out for me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'd rather eat my own. Yeah, I don't, I mean.
1: What would you rather, smell your own fart or, or another guy's fart? I like my own farts. They're there funny. There you go. Yeah, I guess so. I, maybe I'll eat my own cum just for fun, just to see. Put it on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what i said i'm like yeah i think that's a real story i mean first of all it's a crazy story to make up yeah but i think yeah it's like you hook up with a lunatic that happens
0: yeah and you mentioned he was a hot guy hot guys they get bored real quick they've done it all early i think you get bored you got to try new shit
1: that's a good point if you want a normal straight through sex you got to fuck a guy with the shaved head and a mustache and glasses
0: there you go. Yeah, you're, you're meeting potatoes. That guy, <laughs> he had a Ferrari when he was nine. He was probably banging uh, Lindsay Lohan at 12. Like, he's done it all already. He's got to up it. It's like those Wall Street guys who hire these midgets to step on their
1: their sack. Good point. Yeah, so I think it's a true story. I think you went out on a trip, and you got a fucking kook. Yeah, I think come so, too. Kook.
0: And it's a victimless crime. If this guy wants to do it. Let them
1: slurp. Yeah, saves you a towel and a sock or whatever. There
0: you go. And much like Marie Antoinette, let them eat jizz.
1: But, man, what a what a weird post sex. All the weird kinky shit, all I can ever think about is what's it like right after?
0: Yeah, yeah. that's That's one of those when you see that happen, you go, I got to tell my friend about this. Yeah, but it must be that that moment of like, you want to get a pizza? What do you want to do? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. You want to hit that buffet?
1: Oop! Sorry. Oof! Yucky. I'm giving it away. Um. Anyways, well, yeah. I think this is a hell of an up. I think it was killer. That might have been our best quarantine up.
0: Lights out. That was lunch.
1: Good stuff. Well, uh, well, get the. I mean, I got nothing to plug except for the Patreon. Go on the Patreon. Ton of bonus shit. It's five bucks a month. You won't even notice it leaving your account. Um, do that. And uh, I got another podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket. You can check out a lot of fun episodes. Mike Kaplan, Nari Shafir, and uh, I don't know, Sarah, Chloe. Hey,
0: sounds good to me. Yeah, That's check it. out my special coming out on uh, the 12th, hopefully, if uh, barring some for unforeseen incident. And uh, yeah, follow us on the tweets and the grams if you're not already. And yeah, I guess that's it. Keep keep looking out for these queefs and whatnot.
1: Yeah, and uh, stream our albums. We need Ooh. income. I mean, I got, I'm fucking bleeding money out. It's brutal. So go go stream our albums and a bunch. Just have them on in the other room. You don't even have to listen to them. Just have them playing on a loop in the other room. Right. Here, here. Well said. And uh, yeah, let me know if you eat your own
0: jizz. All right. All right. <laughs> Take care. Take it easy. Bye. Oh, I wonder if we should plug that, that Grossman thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll tell them about it. We'll save it. I don't know. We'll oh, do, I do it think we time. Yeah. All right. All right. all right. All right. Take it easy. sweep